Welcome to the podcast where we talk all about love. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Carly Ann. Let's be honest, nobody taught us about the challenges that come with finding and keeping healthy, happy relationships. Nobody warned us of the courage that you need to put yourself out there when dating, or gave us the tools to manage anxiety, or told us what the hell to do when we got ghosted. As two coaches working in this space, we want to open up the conversation and give our take into the real, messy, amazing, sometimes tiring and frustrating, but mainly an extraordinary journey that comes with creating the secure, lasting relationships that you deserve. Hello and welcome back to All About Love, where today you're joining us as we talk all about manifesting. So Caitlin, I know that this is a topic that both of us love, but I know you're really diving into it at the moment. Oh, this is, well, I mean, I'd say the book that changed my life was a book called Calling in the One, which is all about calling something in, manifesting, doing the work, doing the steps. So for me, it is such a huge part of my life, but also kind of professionally. And sometimes actually, I think we both do a lot in the manifesting world, but we actually just don't talk about it. We don't really explicitly say this is a lot of what we do with clients or this is a lot of what we do with ourselves. You know, it's something I think that's always in the background for us, isn't it? But to be honest with you, most of it is around me cultivating happiness a positive mindset, hope, all of those things, which obviously we've done a whole episode on. The It's just kind of like a bonus that it's manifesting. Mm. Question then, when you're doing this, when you're working, cultivating happiness, hope and everything, do you have a goal in mind? Do you have something that you are working towards feeling better in kind of that area? Yeah, should we talk about then, do you want to explain what manifesting is? Yeah, let's do that then before yeah. we get into, into... <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm just going to say it now, what's on my mind, coincidentally went to a manifesting event last night. So I'm in the absolute like mix at the moment of loving it. Oh, I love How that. I feel today. But yeah, tell us what manifesting is, Caitlin. I was going to say, do you have like a lovely, calm energy? For anybody who can't see, she's actually glowing. Am I? I think that's just because yeah. I put some oil on my skin today. Ah. <laughs> um, I'm in a, it's it's huge gratitude, which we'll talk about. I love that. Whereas I look like yeah. I come off a three-day bender, which isn't far from the truth, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so for me, interestingly, what, the first time I'd ever even come across something in the lines of manifesting or whatever was actually talking about law of attraction which is basically what we put our energy in comes back so whatever we focus our energy in will return to us whether that is positive or negative right so the basis of a book you know like the secret and kind of fundamental law of attraction is the more positive we are towards something the more positive our energy is towards something the more aligned our energy is the more that will come back that is positive in that manner. And then the same kind of, you know, for the things we fear or worry or, you know, feel negative about. For me, manifesting really is the step on from that because it fills quite a lot of holes and it's less just about positive thinking. For me, manifesting is being clear on something that you would absolutely love in your life, whether that's a situation, a thing, or actually just a feeling. 
and then living in line with that intention, which means your feelings, your beliefs and your actions are all aligned as you work towards that thing that you want to call in and that you want to kind of attract in. But it's also kind of rooted, I guess, in the belief that you can have everything that you desire. You know, the world is full of infinite possibilities that we don't have to stay within our little box of what we've been taught at school or by parents or by society or whatever. You know, we get to make a conscious choice about what we would love in our life. And then we feel empowered enough to do something about it. And can I ask for you, is this a spiritual practice? Yes, it is in the sense that it's very much grounded in gratitude, in kind of meditations, in trusting the universe. For me, that goes hand in hand, that there has to be that trusting in something bigger than yourself, right? I guess the safety and the trust that things are happening for a reason and at a time that they should. But what I would say, manifesting is also grounded in neuroscience. So when you look at the more spiritual aspects of this, we also want to remember what anchors it is the neuroplasticity of the brain and things like that. So if anybody is slightly skeptical, skeptical, can't speak, <laughs> um, there is an amazing book by Dr. Tara Stewart. I think that's how you pronounce the surname. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. And she's a neuroscientist, but she takes what she's learned from science and her background that's a lot more spiritual and she explains and combines both of them so she's absolutely I think huge um in providing a really really solid groundwork but also giving you like amazing exercises and things like that what's manifesting mean to you then Carly I have to say when it comes to manifesting so for me it's this idea of desiring calling in being clear on what it is that you want the kind of life that you want and you can go really really big and then manifestation practices to call it towards you and i do think it can be to that point of magic because i've seen it i've felt it there are like experiences that i've had where it does feel like it's beyond beyond like something else you know there's something bigger but am I sat here saying that's 100% and you can absolutely call things in? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. I just know that it makes me feel good and that sometimes incredible things happen and it's worth it. <laughs> For me, that's what makes it worth it. Whether it's spiritual, whether we believe in something bigger or not, it seems like the people that practice this get really good experiences. And I mean, practice it consistently, practice it without connection to the outcome before anyone says I've been manifesting and that hasn't turned up. <laughs> I mean, when you're detached from the outcome and that's where I've got some incredible experience. Um, yeah, experiences with that. We definitely need to talk about the detachment from the outcome as I think that will answer a question we're going to go into later. But I, do you, I think that's enough though, isn't it? Just to know that it feels good and that when you are practicing consistently, amazing things do happen um, and it makes you happier. Like surely those are just the reasons to do something if we, you know, de-intellectualize it and not, you know, to remove it from spirituality or, you know, 
neuroscience or whatever and actually it's just something that brings a bit of joy and light and happiness yeah well manifesting requires getting clearer on what you want uh different strategies might be writing it down meditating visualizing those individual strategies help us <laughs> they help us to move towards what we want in this life because no one that manifests is saying you don't have to take any action you can just lock yourself in your room and it will happen no one's saying that the the steps you have to take detaching from the outcome thinking in a certain way tapping into feelings they're incredible life skills incredible when we do that even whether like I say whether we believe in something bigger or not it's just incredible I agree I personally think that's actually a much healthier way to approach it because sometimes what I see and what I hear again is people will get into the practice of manifesting to get something out at the end right and again it's that whole mentality of I'll do this if I'm guaranteed this result and actually, that's where I think it loses its magic because it's still conditional, isn't it? It's still fear-based. So approaching it from that mindset of these are amazing life skills to learn and it might make me feel really great. And oh, what if there's a bonus in something incredible happening at the end? What if I get to fill my life with magic? I think that is an amazing way to approach it. This event that I went to last night because typically these are kind of the environments that it brings with it. It was like people that are into this, candles lit, it was cozy. Like that's the kind of vibe I wanna be around. You know, it's people saying positive things. It's people talking about letting go of the negative thoughts. It's getting you to think about that. And sometimes you just need that reminder. And I think manifesting in its community in the world comes with so many great reminders I'm if you listen to what I'm saying I'm kind of saying the same thing quite repetitively mm. because I guess that that's what it comes back to is it's all it's our happiness and our well-being I do believe in the world of possibility I do believe that we're capable of so much more than we allow ourselves to think and believe and manifesting gives you the opportunity to think bigger because you have to if you're manifesting that's the whole point of it thinking bigger I love that and I do wonder how many people will naturally kind of manifest or naturally be working along those lines anyway right because until the kind of buzzword settled in of manifest which I think really has grown massively in the last 18 months two years where suddenly a couple of big people came along and maybe made it more accessible I think a lot of the people you know that I've met and continue to surround myself with naturally take them through a little bit of a process of manifesting because when I it is the secret isn't it mm. it's kind of that original yeah. when I first read or like listened to the secret things definitely changed for me. Interesting, because I read The Secret and I think I read it too early, but all it did was stress me out. Mm. And the fact that I've been, I think, oh God, when did I read? You know, I was in Australia. I read The Secret and I was like, okay, I'm, I want to manifest more money. I want to come back with more money, right, that I left with. Because, you know, we were in Australia, we were traveling about 
work was quite difficult you know um it, we were sort of living what's it called hand to mouth a lot which obviously produces quite a bit of fear and anxiety in itself then I read this book and I said like, okay I'm gonna act in line I'm gonna think positively yeah I'm gonna go and buy that top to prove to myself that the money's gonna come back around and then as soon as I'd have a negative thought I'd be like oh my god I've had a bad thought towards it does that mean that that only negative things are gonna come back like what's going on with that so I actually found that a little bit more stressful firstly i would say just off the back of that that manifesting is not the opposite like to being human mm. it, like you manifest alongside your humanness there's nothing that we do there's no well-being resources manifesting unless maybe trainings become a monk maybe <laughs> There's nothing you do where the humanness is taken out of it. We still know that we have negative thoughts. We still know that we compare ourselves. We still know that we have bad days. No one's ever saying not to do that. When I was manifesting, let's say the partner, I would regularly manifest and and my partner would come into it or being self-employed. That was another really big one for me. There were still days amongst that where I thought, is this ever going to work? Is this working? Because I was at the in-between stage of course, I still had negative thoughts daily about it, but also I was still bringing in the other thoughts. It wasn't, for me, it was never one or the other. It's still not, it's not one or the other. I completely agree. And that's what I think I was lacking in that insight and that maturity when I read the book, because sometimes I think the way it is pitched is, it's the it can get into a bit of like toxic positivity, can't it? I don't know if it is, sorry, I interrupted, mm -hmm. but I don't know if it is pitched that way. I think when we're really fixed and attached to the outcome, that's how we receive it. Mm -hmm. I really look, if if you were to look at the secret now, I don't think it would ignore your humanness. No. And again, I think it's the context of when you read it, isn't it? Because then the work I did later on, actually, when I was ready to clear the blocks, when I was ready to do the slightly deeper work and actually address my insecurities, address my fears, um, you know, address any of the kind of healing, you know, why I was getting certain outcomes and why I was very attached to things being a certain way. I think when I was also ready to look at that element, that's when for me, the kind of manifesting, the calling something in all fell into place. And that's why I think you can't have either or, you know, the addressing, as you called it so beautifully, your humanness alongside actually looking at the person you want to become. For me, yeah, it is hand in hand now. So on that note then of clearing the blocks, are there any steps that you think people go through to manifest? For me personally, I don't have like a step by step. It's kind of depending on the mentors like, so where I went last night, she took us through a process. When I was listening to Gabby Bernstein, I would be guided by these experts in this area because I don't consider myself a manifesting expert. It's something that I really, really love to be guided on. It's something that I find easier to follow. Something I do myself, which now I'm thinking about it, is manifesting. And I do this inside the attachment recovery gym, um, is just say three things each day every single morning three things that we're working towards that might feel impossible and we say them as if they're real as if they are as if they we are stepping into it right now we're feeling it believing it 
because I think that that kind of encompasses it all of it. That's how I do it. I follow whoever I'm guided by at that point and through those three statements a day. Sometimes personally I do 10, I just didn't take that into the membership. So now my practice is three things a day. You know, I'm I'm quite similar in that I'm definitely still at the point where I love guidance on it. I love reading, I love consuming it. But what I what I think I picked up when I've looked at different people's practices is for me, again, it, it starts with being clear on what you want, whether that's a feeling or something that you actually are working towards. So we have a little bit of a vision, as you said, um, and whether that's, you know, a vision for five years time in your life or whether that's one specific thing, I think you can choose either or. And then for me, and I don't know if this is just coming to me because at the moment, as Carly knows, because I've been moaning constantly, is the voices in my head, the negative Nancys, the fear, the insecurities, whatever have been quite loud recently. So working through those voices and looking at the fears that are coming up so I can address it and expand my vision even further is really important. So I do think there is something in... um you know, when we have that vision, okay, let's say five years time, what we'd love in our life, what are the parts of us that go, oh, that's not for you? Or, oh, I went to put that thing down, but actually that doesn't feel like it's possible for me. You know, what are the stories you're telling yourself around it? And then actually, you know, leaning into things like trusting the universe, visualizations, acting in line with your intention, a, you know, really a clear example of that is if you would if you want to call love in if you'd love to manifest a partner but then you are going out with people who don't want a relationship you might be really excited to meet somebody you might believe it's possible for you but then actually your actions are where it's falling down right so getting clear on kind of what you're doing on a daily basis to actually work towards that but yeah I love like everything such as you know the affirmations the statements the talking as I am um the visualizations and again whether it's because it's manifesting 101 or actually it just makes me feel good as Carly said yeah find what works for you like I know that I love a vision board I know that I love to write those lists Like you do have to find like what works for you. And perhaps the best way to do that is to dive into um, more podcasts or books, just, you know, wrap yourself up in that information. And something else that you were saying then that I think is just so key is about the action. You are manifesting in the morning and in the afternoon, you're messaging that unavailable person they don't match so the question isn't why isn't the manifesting working the question is why are you still acting out of alignment you know so i think you've got to get really clear on that manifesting doesn't undo our choices i do still believe keep manifesting in the background don't stop it so if you do know you're acting out of alignment and it feels impossible not to text that person don't stop it just know that yeah there probably is a bit of a conflict in that don't blame manifesting for that. <laughs> Something that just come to me, and I was thinking this this morning in the gym, knowing that we were going to talk about this today, is I did manifest, the big one that's on my mind now, because I don't know if you know, but I went to a manifesting workshop last night. Yeah, you might But my boyfriend came with me, and that, what I did use to manifest is someone that was just open to that spiritual side of me without judgment. 
And so the bonus is that he's willing to come and try something like that. And before him, I hadn't let go of all of my negative thoughts and got manifesting perfect and had this amazing, um, yeah, like strategy that I was following. So I do think sometimes like I got X, Y, and Z because I finally did this and I stopped doing that, but I didn't fully stop doing all of the things and I wasn't fully healed and still the manifestation is here. Well, I love that. And even just to talk about personally at the moment, you know, where I am in my coaching practice, I have such amazing dreams for it and I still want to take it so much further, but I still get super emotional and, you know, have all the self-doubt in the world sometimes. And sometimes, you know, I should be working and I want to put a trashy TV program on so I don't have to think like we're never, I'm not going to say we're never because guys watch me next year. I'm going to be like, you know, some Buddhist manifesting queen. Um, But we're not always going to kind of hit that out the park. And I don't believe any coach or any person working and teaching this stuff is. I don't, I just don't believe it. So let's, do you know what? Manifest with a bit of realism. Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's what we're really like pointing out here a bit today, isn't it? is when it's not even like we're talking like that much about spirituality and things like that there is something sorry i am slightly changing the subject here um but there is something that's just coming to me that i think i don't know how to word it it is they say right it's difficult to manifest if you're not in the vibe Mm. so you know you've got to get in the right place to then you know be that frequency with the the universe the energy On the flip side to that, it's difficult to get into that energy if you're feeling really shit. Yeah. So there's like this chicken and the egg thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, does the high vibe manifesting come first or do you need the the manifesting techniques to shift your energy? (laughs) Yeah, that is exactly what I mean. Oh my God, I can't believe you understood that. (laughs) Yeah, I get because I was thinking it as well. So if I'm in a crap mood... I need to be in a certain energy to sit there and manifest, right? To be able to have the capacity to meditate, I need to be in this like high vibe mood. It's so much easier. But on the flip side to that, doing that can move you into that energy. I guess for me, I'll tell you what is coming to me, the answer to that. Get, I know that getting myself to the gym, getting myself out in nature, they're my first steps in being able to cultivate that energy where then I'm more likely to be able to manifest. So I think maybe I do need to work on my mood first. Yeah, I I agree. I think, but if we take it back, right, to what we were saying about sometimes the process of manifesting is choosing to have certain thoughts, get into a certain energy, um, you know, do certain things. It's it's choosing, isn't it, to up your energy. It's not saying you're never going to have a negative thought. It's saying you can have a negative and a positive one. Which one are you going to focus on? So even... The fact that you're sat there in a crap mood thinking, okay, I want to get myself into a better energy enable, mm-hmm. in order to do this work is manifesting in itself because you're choosing how you're showing up. Yeah. We're just always manifesting. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you, that is, can be a basic if like you could look around everything in your life now, this is what you've manifested. Yeah. The amazing, the slightly less amazing. It's everything, isn't it? And especially looking at the amazing, obviously, if you are in a place at the moment where it's just not great, 
it's not about blame and fault and things like that but it is really yeah. important just to notice your energy notice your thoughts i do think if we can notice as soon as possible notice the good notice what you do have and if i can go back to this example again last night something that really really came across was the gratitude and i know that about manifesting but i don't think i really understood to the point where she said to someone someone mentioned their manifestation around their music career and she said to them it, it got more specific and she said be gra grateful that you already have a guitar be grateful that you have that and i think i had forgotten that so for me if we take it business wise and where i my manifestation was around where i see the membership going i'd forgotten that i already have a membership with people in it i i'd forgotten that you know, and when she was able to just instill that gratitude a little bit more, remind me, I think that's really important. I completely agree. And but they say, don't they, you know, um, when you have a vision, right, of what you want, let's say it's calling in that partner, how the first question you will be asked in a manifesting space is how do you want it to feel? And usually what comes out then is safe, secure, happy, free whatever it is right that that floats your boat and then it's thinking okay are you already safe as you are like are you already free are you all you probably are all of these things already and for me that's where the gratitude comes in as well right it reinforces it so mm -hmm. yeah I completely agree it's looking at how you want to feel and those feelings and emotions to a certain extent usually are already there they might just be buried a little bit under the fear and the anxiety and and everything else yeah and that just reminds me of another strategy that i like to use every now and then perhaps i'll do this again when i'm really reconnecting if i get to a place where things have started to become my new reality and i want to grow some more and i'm like right okay where am i going next i will look at where i am where i want to be and where i want to be what comes the thoughts feelings and behaviors with that because we always have to up level because every time you get somewhere, every time you achieve something, and I'm careful with using the word achieve, but I think in this context, mm. we know what I mean. Once we get there, that will come with a ceiling as well. That will come with its own fears, beliefs and problems and all of those things. And so we'll have to expand again. And so if anyone is like, I, I kind of got somewhere and now I can't enjoy it, you might need to expand again, not in the chasing way, in a, this is amazing, enjoying the journey, because getting from A to B, there is a journey from A to B. There really is. Manifesting can't be your whole day that you think about and focus on, because that becomes like needy, doesn't it? And just desperate for getting to where you want to be. Yeah. And also I think, you know, when we're looking at okay where do we want to be where do we want to level up to you know whether that's business love friendship manifesting a house like whatever is the want driven by fear or it, or for other people or whatever or is it driven by you excitement expansion yeah. And that just comes in basic goal setting. We yeah. know that we're more likely to achieve a goal if it's coming from a place of being for ourselves than if it's coming for a should or a comparison or society mm. and all of those things. So again, we come back to, yeah, these are great skills for life. 
And so is gratitude. I think Jay Shetty, love Jay Shetty. He'll often say, and so are all people kind of of doing that similar work, in the top three habits of whether it's manifesting, whether it's happiness, well-being, gratitude is always there. So maybe the the outcome here is gratitude. (laughs) Well, definitely. Like when you look at positive psychology and the huge impact that gratitude has on a daily basis, it's mind-boggling. Not even in terms of the fact that it makes you feel better, but what it does to your body, to your nervous system, health benefits, pain management is amazing. So not to shift the subject back but what is your biggest manifesting moment because I know you mentioned a little bit further back that um your boyfriend came to that event with you which was huge in terms of what you wanted to call in in a partner yeah huge I remember that this has always been there and I think once you start to believe oh my god I'm kind of capable of things I think probably that has had a positive impact on this journey for me because I noticed some magic and it was, my friends noticed it as well. So I'll give you an example. Okay, so first example, and I know how this is gonna sound. When I went to Glastonbury for the first time, I remember saying, so I had a big crush on Greg James and- Sorry, the, (laughs) who? The bald man from MasterChef. (laughs) No, Greg James was the radio, is the Radio 1 presenter. Oh, Greg Wallace is the bald man. It's about to really question your taste then, Carly. I'm sure <laughs> Greg Wallace is an absolute hunk. I don't know what he looks like, but anyways, I had a big crash a crash. I had a big crush on Greg James. This there's two parts in this. So number one is crush on Greg James. Number two is my ex-boyfriend at the time was going to Glastonbury. And I said at like two different times, I'm going to see. I'm going to see Greg James at Glastonbury. I'm going to meet Greg James. And it wasn't in a hope. It was like, I know it's going to happen. And then um, I said to my friend again with, I'm going to see my ex-boyfriend at Glastonbury. I remember her saying, do you know how big Glastonbury is? Like, you'll be fine. I swear, I don't know which one came first, but I'm sat there at Glastonbury. Me and my friends are there. And I just, I have no idea why. And I just looked behind me and there's Greg James like walking past. And I was like, oh my God, there's Greg James. Anyway, my friend is like, Greg, Greg, like gets a pic, we get a picture with him and everything. And we just really remember like the certainty that I had, like I'm going to meet Greg James. And obviously he's at Glastonbury. So yes, there is that chance. I get that. But there was this certainty. And the same thing happened with seeing my ex-boyfriend, saw him there. It was all fine. Um, but the, I saw him twice. And it was all just, that was the first time I thought that's, it felt weird. I can't explain it. It didn't feel a coincidence. It felt like I knew that that was going to happen. And then another time, again, it's Glastonbury. My boyfriend was going to Glastonbury. And at that point, I was really into Dorno Porter. Do you know her? Yeah. She's a journalist. I was really into her. And I said to him, oh, you're going to see Dorno Porter. Just said it, just like I knew. Sure enough, he's there and he sends me a picture of him, Dorno Porter and Caroline Flack. Um, just them all like dancing next to each other. And those were the moments, because that was really early on, where I really used to think, what is going on there? Now, obviously, here's what I think. I didn't have any attachment to those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are a pure example of things that I said, said it as if it's true, felt as if it's true, and then I let it go. I didn't then start ruminating over whether it's going to happen or not. 
And the same thing, this very flat, this block of flats that I'm in now, I used to live in the same area and I used to walk past the river here and I'd look in this specific block of flats and I would think, oh, how do you live there? I wonder how you live there. And this one time I remember looking at this block, like seeing when, you know, how you live there is anything for sale. Um, and then I just never thought about it again because I moved to other houses and life just went a different way. But I remember, I just really remember literally sat on the bench opposite looking at this block. And so with the day that this flat came up, I was like, I know, I know that I'm going to get that flat. I just knew with everything in me that I'd manifested it because it's the exact block. And if now, if I'm ever, ever having doubts, I will remember, no, you live here for a reason. You were the way that you live here. And I can compare it to meeting my partner and I can compare it to now working for myself, which trust me, if you go through all of my manifesting, I work for myself, I work for myself, I work for myself. You'll find thousands in old notebooks and things about a partner. You won't find ones that said, I meet Greg James and I live in this block of flats. <laughs> They're the ones that I just let go and came, like this flat came around years and years later. Yeah. You it's know? really lovely having both of those examples yeah. because it's the it's the big things that we can work towards, isn't it? But actually it's, it's noticing the magic because if you hadn't have been so aware and had those thoughts in the first place, he, you know, Greg James might have been in a crowd somewhere but it's those and then you were it was the process after when you're like oh yeah that does work that does feel good yeah. and that's what we build on and actually I think a really positive thing to do well not even positive just a really lovely thing to do for yourself is start noticing the little signs start noticing the little bits of magic that things do work out you know like that you didn't get a speeding ticket or something or what actually you know what my husband said, um, I think he got caught speeding and we were in the car. And two days later, he goes, can you do that manifesting thing? And I was like, what? He was like, can you manifest my speeding ticket away? I was like, no, Liam, it doesn't work like that. Can't necessarily control over That's so that. interesting, though. That does mean he's expanding a little bit in the world of manifesting. Well, do you know why it was? It was because um, we were at a friend's house and played Monopoly. And I, as a joke, was like, I'm going to manifest a double six. I'm going to manifest a double six. I was like shaking it about and, of course, got a double six. The boys were like, oh, what's this thing? <laughs> well, do you know what? I think this does... Look, the stories, especially about... Glastonbury isn't a huge place mm. right it's every chance that those things could have happened the thing is is now if I get a sign or I get that feeling of course I still think mm, it could be a coincidence of course I still think that I can't stop automatic thoughts happening however I there's something I can't describe to you because there isn't the language for a lot of this something was different the way that I felt when those things happened it felt like it felt different to what a coincidence feels like do you know what I mean and yeah. I think that's what you have to listen to and that's what I will go back to now is if something happens and I notice it I say no like the the fact that I've noticed this is what makes this special and you know what if it gives you a higher vibe and it gives me the motivation to keep manifesting it was worth it definitely and that's what goes back to right the feelings the beliefs the action all align like sometimes we do need that feeling and sometimes actually you start with that feeling by even just recognizing that it feels calm and certain yeah that's exactly. the biggest sign or like a tiny bit of excitement or you know whatever 
And going to relationships, because I know that that's what a lot of people will be listening to. Think of it like this. I was manifesting someone that would be open to my spirituality, just open to, to me. And that means that when I went on a date with this person and on the first date, and there's some things that he said where I was like, oh, wow. Like I could tell immediately this is someone that would, you know, come into a crystal shop with me curiously i noticed that because i'd written down what i wanted and what i'm interested in and that's why we've got to be quite specific because then i was able to be like oh this is interesting to me i like this whereas if we're not doing that and we're still just looking for red flags and we're still just chasing the unavailable we don't so much notice the good on that day or that this matches what i do want or what i don't want so call it manifesting or not we come back to that same point of I was able to spot something on that first date that I care about because I've been writing about it and exploring it and deciding how I want to feel. Mm. And that also comes back to that idea of the focusing on what you do want, right? Rather than, as you said, looking at the red flags, which I think we all get really, really stuck on. You know, it's the what we don't have, where, where we aren't, everything around. And again, that links back to the gratitude exactly so two things i reckon we go into some questions and do you have a great manifesting story i mean my biggest one has obviously been manifesting my husband and that actually came after i was doing all the work including 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 reading a book called calling in the one definitely my journey with that but actually one that's been a little bit more recent was that we were trying to move out of London to quite a very competitive tiny little village where nothing ever really comes up especially not rentals especially not rentals that allow dogs especially not rentals with a garage and a certain price bracket um and in a certain you know um area so I've been like keeping an eye out constantly on right move and things like this. And we'd actually missed out on a couple already. And I just had this feeling, I was like, we are going to get the place we're meant to be and it is going to happen. And, you know, like I truly believe it and it is coming. And I think my husband was like oh is you know is ever going to happen I don't think we're going to move and I was like no it will trust me literally a week later this um, house came up so I immediately like got on it state agent emailed they then said no because we had a dog so I then wrote the vendor a letter all this sort of stuff and they said yes but unbeknownst to me in the background they'd had 45 inquiries that day they'd you know most people who wouldn't have had pets and things like that so it was the belief it was the excitement that we were moving it was you know something that was meant to happen plus the action yeah not taking no for an answer basically I do think sometimes you can feel when there's this high vibration day that I saw this flat the sun was out We came down to the area, we got given a free coffee. We went to this, into this bar and they said, oh, me and my friend like love live music. And they're like, oh, ladies, the live music's moved to today. It's not tomorrow anymore. It's all these really little things. And we were just like, this is our flat. This is gonna be our flat. So it's just that feeling, but you have to take action. We had to get our ass down here quick. Yeah. I had to cancel the other plans that I had. You had to send that letter. It doesn't just arrive, right? No, you've got to be on it, on it, on it. 
feel the disappointment. You're allowed to feel the disappointment, right? Of those ones that didn't didn't work out. I do just have this other, it's that resilience, I guess. I do really believe, got enough examples now that something better can come along. Oh my God, the, the flat, the houses we missed out on were like nothing in comparison. And actually what was lovely about missing out on those houses, right? Was that it taught, the disappointment I felt taught me how important it was taught me that we were on the right track, taught me that this was the right move. And it made me get ready. It made me, it made me more excited about it. And the guy, sorry, I'm just, we're going back and forth, but the guy that I liked before this guy that I'm with, um, I remember him saying to me, are you worried that someone would be upset about your early mornings? Like, and I, no? I did, I should have just said like, no, because my person isn't going to judge me for that. Um, we were going for a really, he'd turned a bit mean at this point. And I wanted that person. That's crazy. And then I get this person who literally like, I mean, he's got no qualms in my early mornings. Maybe <laughs> comes to manifesting workshop again. I just didn't want to mention, <laughs> I just didn't want to mention the workshop again. <laughs> no, but How that is a big you? deal. That he, I don't know if he'll come again, but it's just that openness, isn't it? Okay, let's go to questions. So you've got a couple of questions for us to answer. Yeah, I think this first one we've pretty much answered already. But can you manifest love? I don't think you can manifest anything with a time and a how and a who it's going to be. Yeah, I do believe that you can manifest love. I do. I thousand percent believe that you can call that person in. But as Carly said, I think where people get knocked down is the timeline is yes. the is the when is it going to happen and actually that links so nicely to the next question well it's less of a question more of a statement I feel like I'm doing all the things I feel like I'm doing all the work I feel like I'm trying to do the visualizations the manifesting but it's not happening where do I go from here and again for me that is screams that there's a massive attachment to the outcome so we're trying to force the timeline we're trying to force the outcome aren't we we're doing it to get something rather mm. than we're doing it because it makes us feel good and because we're moving towards something amazing yeah exactly Again. that yeah. it is that idea and this is just now going over the whole theme of this podcast isn't it which is yes we have where we are and where we want to be but we have to just enjoy where we're going i believe that manifesting is something that just makes this whole process really beautiful and i do believe it can make it happen quicker because it's inner work a lot of it but i also believe that you can have because i just believe that you can have these things they're yours already like we can have a relationship you can work for yourself. You've got the capacity to do all of those things and manifesting is going to help that happen, but it's not going to put a timeline on it or tell you when, especially a relationship where you don't have the control over what your person is up to right now. They might be going through something. They might not. You're calling in like a healthy relationship, but you also want it to be with the right person. Yeah. You do. And it's, yeah, I just think it's, and I know it's the hardest thing to do, right, is to let go of the attachment to the outcome. If there was a pill, oh my God, everybody would take it. But it's, it's, I always try and think of 
manifesting as you don't do it to get you do it for the process the experience the joy and you don't know what's going to come in you know yeah you might be manifesting a partner but you could meet three amazing partners in a year you know you could decide actually your journey is going to take you traveling the world and meet somebody in three years like five years ten years we don't know so what is out there could be better than your wildest possible dreams. So maybe try and get less stuck on when it's going to happen, what they're going to look like, how they're going to, you know, how are you going to meet them? Yeah. Make sure you've got other things to focus on. If it's a relationship, you need to be focusing on other things. Yeah. And to put it into like an example, those years that I'm manifesting, my partner didn't move to this country until late 2021, I think. So even if I'm doing all the manifesting work, if it's him that I'm with, what am I going to do in 2020? Like he's not in the same country as me. Like you've got to be patient. We, we didn't know who each other were. We didn't know we were existing. We were in completely different parts of the world. And so you just have to have this trust of it can happen any, it can happen anytime, any way. But if it had happened in 2020 for me, when I was, you know, on a manifesting journey, although that was lockdown times, but I still was, actually, I was probably manifesting them more than ever. Who would I have been with? Or I would have been with the person I was seeing and that would have been (laughs) not right. (laughs) He would not have come to the workshop with me. No, he would not. I feel like I got a bit too passionate then. No, I think it's brilliant. Overall though, theme is our happiness. (laughs) Yeah, guys, let's just fucking lean in to our happiness and what is going to make us feel good and all the incredible things because if I could wave a magic wand and guarantee that you were going to get the thing you want right I don't know when don't know who don't how but I 100% guarantee you're going to get it how would you show up in the meantime let's do quick fire tips then what are your three tips for manifesting oh three tips okay there's many as you want (laughs) first tip is gratitude what do you already have second tip is to surround yourself with manifesting books podcasts go to events they're so incredible my third tip would be to use that tool that I use every day and that is write down what it is that you want that's out of your world of possibility even if your inner critic comes in write it anyway and say it repeat it feel it as if it's real and then go and get on with your day And as they come true, you replace that one. So the one obviously that used to be, I work for myself is now something else. Okay, I love that. And would you write the same thing each day or would you change it up and write whatever comes to your soul? I tend to write the same thing every day, but I would definitely say what comes from your soul. Okay. And those are the things that come from my soul. Mm. Yeah, I do the same ones every day until I replace them with something else. And do you have more than one? I actually have 10, but like I say, in this practice that I'm doing now inside the gym, it's three. And because I'm doing that practice with them, it means that I have started doing three, but I, I can write 10. Hey, I'm going to take then, that away. Yeah. So write them. And then I got this from Rachel Hollis and that love or hater, I got it from Rachel Hollis. And then at the bottom or at the end of it, you then choose one of them what will I do today to move towards that Mm, I love that bit of inspired action Mm -hmm. how you're going to show up exactly 
What are your three? Gratitude was going to be one of mine. I would also say um, when you're thinking about what you love, right, and the inner critics pop up, the fears pop up, take note of what they are because even just by bringing awareness to it, we can figure out actually, you know, what might be getting in your way, right? What what do we potentially need to work on the stories of? So sometimes if, if we do have days or weeks or months, but we are riddled with that insecurity, actually looking at what is going on beneath the surface is really important. I love a vision board and a bit of visualization as well. For me, they're great expanders. And for vi me, vision boards can either be really specific. So, you know, um, specific words you want to feel, specific qualities you want in a partner, like, or, you know, whatever is, is coming in, specific places you want to travel. Or again, it can just be, you look at a vision board and it brings you a feeling however that works for you I think it's a really lovely visual reminder and a very kind of practical thing to do what else mm. a little bit of a random um tip as well is more thinking about space but you know if there's something you want to call in right say if it's a partner maybe keep a little drawer free in your room so you've got space for them to show up or if it's thinking about um calling in a certain amount of money why are you calling that money and okay it's because you want to travel find your dream holiday have it in your basket as if you could afford it like mm. do whatever it is that feels quite concrete for you make space for it make space yeah mm. right guys we're gonna love you and leave you there but thank you so much for tuning in I feel very high vibe now I'm very excited for my day and as always please do rate subscribe and review so other people can find us we are going to be offering a Q&A session to the first five people that leave us a review so get on it and when you've done it let us know on Instagram and speaking of manifesting we have something so exciting which is coming up which is we are running a day retreat in Goring on Thames by the river. We're going to be in the most beautiful setting. It's going to be in July and it's going to be a day filled with magic. So if you would like to know more, we're going to link the waiting list for you. More details will be coming soon.